Gentlemen, start your engine. Good afternoon, radio. For those who don't know, Radio Hotler. Thanks for coming and making time. It's on everybody's mind. For those who don't know, there's a big shebang. Sorry about that. Sorry about the uh, um, technical goodies. Radio Hotler. Hot, 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 hot. Oh, cheers, boys. Cheers. Cheers. G'day viewers and welcome to episode 190 of Radio Hotback, that light-hearted and zany podcast that takes a look at the light-hearted world of motor racing, cool emerging technologies, gadgets and barbecues when and weather... And cooking. And indoor cooking and the weather. Yes. The weather is dependent on whether we talk about barbecues. That's right. Whether we do or whether we don't. Uh, and... Or whether we've been to see a Senna movie, and we're trying to Which is why we didn't do restaurant. a show last week. Well, we, well, we did. We sort of started to do one in the restaurant, but it was all a bit noisy. Actually, no, we didn't. needed it, it, to order No, no, no. no. Now, now, JP, you're just making an excuse. No, I'm not. Because, because it actually came out very, very well, but then the next day you had the hump on, and you didn't want to come and do part two of the show. I didn't have the hump on. You said to me about doing part two that we didn't finish in the restaurant. And I said, I'll be here late morning. And I got here late morning. And what was happening? You were off out the bloody door. Take photos for the manager. Management photos. Customers. Well, so there you go. Little you would know about them. I couldn't uh, do it in the afternoon because I had customers to worry about. So it never got finished. Well, it never got mentioned, viewers. And he just made that up because, you know, no, got, got home late, viewers. got in big trouble no, from, from Mrs. The se- no, I didn't. Oh, oh goodbye. Goodbye. Good though. <laughs> we'll be getting so, on to that later. We will. Anyway, I mean, it's... Tonight's Rusty Sausages Night. It's really... This is the show about Rusty Sausage, because... Well, I can hear all the viewers turning off now. She's got her three dads in. <laughs> <laughs> You've turned up, I'm yeah. here, and... FWB has flown in. He's flown all the way back from the UK. He's finished rioting. Just come back from a bit of rioting, you know, so to have a few yeah. bits of uh, designer clothing and a couple of TVs. Have you that. been looting and looting? I've been looting and looting and all over Manchester. Liverpool. I mean, have a go at you. You've got DC shoes, thanks to Kenny Block. You've got Adidas top. And you've got, what was that? Nike bottle boy pants. And I've got Attitude and all. So oh, that one. Yeah, well, yeah. That's, that's what Especially after going, going to the business U. class oh. on Etihad Airlines, where, but that's another story we'll bring you yeah. later, and you can yeah, do the WVMY report. Well, I'm just going to finish me unpacking, right? All right, well, you get on with your unpacking, then, and we'll get <laughs> on with the show. I thought he was going to continue on with the vacuuming. <laughs> As viewers, we need to point out, and this is something that you've never been privy to previously. That Just shaking out the dog's blanket. In the, yeah, 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 he's running away, that means. In this household, at Radio Hotlap, Hotlap World Headquarters, Hardy does the cooking and Andrew does the cleaning. Now, Andrew's been away for four weeks. Is it four or five? And I've never washed so many dishes, JP. And, Unbelievable, well, Look at my feet, look at my hands. I hair. know, well, that's true. To the bone. But that's because you do use every single dish known to mankind where every time you cook. But, viewers, Andrew came back and he said... When you told me, John, that you'd done no cleaning, now I know you weren't lying, because you've done no cleaning for four weeks. 
So it's looking a bit shabby around here. So obviously Hardy's very happy to have him back. Yeah, but there have been workmen around the place, JP. You know, doing all sorts of things to try to, you know, bring the standard of the world headquarters of Radio Hotlap, you know, into the 21st century. century. Right, and, okay. uh, So they've been painting out the front. But uh, anyway, this is the, the, the show for Rust. Look at the sausage down there. And... Let me tell you, the sausage got a bath the other day, a B-A-T-H, I have to be very careful when I say that, and the water yeah. was black. Was it? I mean... But she's not a black dog, she's rusty. I, I, I'm all for multiculturalism, but I couldn't tell her from a Sudanese in this town. <laughs> um, yes, well... There's nothing wrong with them. There's not interesting absolutely food. not. In fact, in fact funny in you fact. should say that because we have to I was at the Sudanese restaurant. Well, we do, and I've heard that the one on Port Road is sp- oh, it's particularly good. Abba, Abba, Abba. Don't know, whatever it's called. It's, it's supposed to be Africa, really, really good. Everybody tells me how great it is. So we, yes, we will definitely have to go there. And on that note, and just sort of just to introduce a little bit of motoring, even if it's not motorsport, I pulled into the servo on my way home the other night, and I I, uh, I was there pumping the uh, the petrol. Pump the brake pedal, trying to get BP <laughs> BP Ultima unleaded, as I always do yeah, in the wrecks. Because I'm and using the voucher for my this, Ford Focus purchase. This this uh, somewhat worse for wear. Corolla pulled in on the opposite side of the pump, and this Sudanese lady got out. Funnily enough, and she went to the back of the car. Did you know she was the, Sudanese? No, I didn't. Just I just presumed stuff. that because of yeah. Anyway, so anyway, the the, the, she the, get, the, she the similarity in colour to rust. Yes, that's right. So she got out, opened the fuel flap on her Corolla, and then walked away and just sort of hovered near my car. And I'm thinking, this is a bit strange. What's going on here? Anyway, I finished pumping fuel and I was about to go in and pay, and she said to me, "Excuse me, would you mind?" But I've just opened my fuel flap and there's a spider. And there was this effing great huntsman just sitting there crouching, just waiting to go. Nang! And obviously she was scared of spiders. So I had to flick it out with my key and get it away from her car so that she could fill up, fill up with petrol. That's, a, that's quite an unusual story, Jake. It is. One would have thought that they would, uh, in the homeland, be used mm. to spiders. You know, and being funny, as, that's exactly what I thought, as Johnny. tall as Maasai warriors, that is exactly that what I thought. You, you know, the spider would be right down there. Yeah, but well, it just shows you that the women all over the world are scared of spiders, as elephants are of mice. That's right. So there you go. Anyway, just a little bit on the side there. So, where are the book tonight, JP? I'm on the. Uh, I'm just pretending that I'm actually at a V8 event. Oh, you haven't changed the name yet. Yeah, cheese and onion bread. 4x gold, 3.6, not 3.5, 3. 3.6%. So it's just that 0.1 higher Are you saying than what I was drinking last year. Is this the beer of the future? No, I don't think so. It's just the Personally, beer. it's one of you those. You can, you can basically have, you know, three of them, then you don't want any more because it just sort of blokes you up and nothing's happening. Apart from you go to the toilet a lot. People, what are you drinking? People ask us, why can't we do a sensible show? I mean, it's obvious, viewers. That there are so many people doing sensible shows. They're so sensible, you turn off. Well, and that's right. why we, we have to have... Look, you must think of us as... As idiots. 
the Seinfeld of motorising stories. <laughs> yeah, the show about nothing. Well, <laughs> 87,000 viewers at its peak. Can't be wrong. That's right. Now, people say, how do you know how many people listen to the show? We'll tell you once again, and we've, we've said it before in one of these episodes many times. We don't. We don't know who listens to the show. We, don't, we can't even tell you from a statistical perspective. We All we can tell you is how many requests the iTunes client does for an, a request of the XML file, which then updates iTunes and then downloads it. But on the basis that if you don't listen to the show after five, five shows, it, iTunes automatically says, you're bored, you don't want to listen to this That's anymore, right. and it shuts off until you go, but hang on a minute, where's my latest episode of Radio Hotline? Oh, would you like to resume? You haven't been listening? Sure. So it goes out, and you force it to download yes. the new file. But on the basis that there's little change, although there has been a bit of a drop, we're down in the 70,000 sort of mark now. Are we? It seems to be. We seem just to have that hardcore view of viewers that like us, and then the others got have been sort of floating in and floating out. And, you know. Fewer viewers. That's right. Well, that's good. That, that basically, the amount of people that are not stopping listening and those that are either re-listening or taking up listening, or sort of viewing... Yeah, but, oh, say, let's make sure we get our viewing and listening sorted. Yeah. That's right. Um, but, you know... It, was that a yawn, FWB? <laughs> You're not pretending you've got jet lag now, are you? No, Having come halfway around yeah, the world. Oh, well, it's all right. Anyway, I mean, was it piped through on Eddie Had Business? You no, bastard. Emirates. Uh, oh, Emirates. Emirates, not Eddie Had. No, Emirates. We'll get back to the yeah, we'll the, get back uh, the to the airlines. So, what are you drinking anyway? I don't. I'm, 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 look, I'm, I'm, I'm not over it. But <laughs> Andrew, it's very short on. Um, Sugar, so maybe I am a little bit. It's it's a organic wine uh, called OVA. Over. Uh, it's a Shiraz Grenache, which is an MSG in my monosodium glutamate. But does that mean that there's more emphasis on the moo? It does, yeah. Normally it does. So the first great variety mentioned is the one that has the emphasis. Vegas quite unusual to have the end on actually. So it means you should get it. Anyway, FWB will be coming up to, uh, to tell you about this European vacation. So where's it actually from this over? It's from it's two thousand and six as well, which which always bothers me when I see a wine which is mediumly priced. But he's old. Uh, yes, that bothers me. Um, but nonetheless I was told it's very good. It's from Hello, he quickly glasses puts the on. glasses on. It's from, it's from... No, no, uh, Barossa. It's a Barossa one. Well, there you go. Organic Barossa. With a little bit of sulfur dioxide added, but doesn't say anything about 220. Well, there you go. And I see you've spared no expense tonight. Um, yep. No, Beautiful. I've bought the, uh, the good old McLaren Vale... Fleurio Peninsula, Ben Riggs, good winemaker. 2005, it's even older. But prior, but prior to the show, I uh, had a leftover a glass of the uh, Bethany 2008 Old Vine Grenache. I think it's probably one of uh, Andrew's more favourite little uh, gems he, uh, for, in the price range, but he'll, he'll come talk about that later. You can't hear him down there, because yeah. other than his He's just yawning. You're just hearing the yawning every now and again. So. Well, 
well, what can you say, JP, other than... waving his hands about here. You've done it on a road course. Let's see you do it on the oval. Congratulations to Marcus Ambrose. His first Sprint Cup victory Absolutely. at Watkins Glen on Monday, 10am uh, New yep. York time, after it was rained out the day before. Absolutely great race. Stayed up and, and, and watched it in the middle of the night. Really, really good. And... Um, yeah, I, I, mean, I, was, I, I, just, I had a, a total premonition that that was going to happen, and I, I mean that genuinely. Viewers, some might say that I'm, I'm not serious uh, about things. You're not serious about things. But, I, but in this case, I, I really was, and it's funny, JP, because I, I, I sat up on the, on the Saturday night and, and, and set the alarm and got up to watch it, only to find it rained out. But I sat there for about an hour and a half. Um, half past three, four o'clock in the morning, Adelaide mm-hmm. time, at World Headquarters time, and um, it was it was interesting because you got all these interviews with the drivers that you wouldn't have. You know, they had to fill in, of course. They were yeah, running, yeah, yeah, yeah. like you know, yeah. the, the speed yeah. was running the the, the the slot there, and you know, usually all you're seeing is a, a guy with a helmet on, so you're not getting much much of a sound bite from these guys yep. it was very interesting to, to catch up but it was too all and I, I really enjoyed that and it sort of set that up I go okay and look they, they were starting to drive the track look I'm going to bed it's half past five I'm giving yep. up um, it'll be on later um, sure enough it was rang um, 1HD yes you know you'd think that you couldn't get anyone to know anything you was absolutely yeah. no 100% right. no, yep thank you because it was very a late restart, restart. Very lovely, um, and I didn't start stay up for the start. But mm. what I did is I sneakily went to bed, waking up instantly at the thirty-eight lap restart from the end, and it was yep. it was really really good. Um, Very good, and uh, I understand he took the lead on the penultimate lap. Well, there was uh, another, the week, there was another restart there. Kozlowski. Yeah, Kozlowski and uh, and and Kyle Busch, who's you know a bit of the, the dirty the dirty guy in the. You know, he's not loved a lot by the fans. Right. Yep, yep. But fascinating stuff. And uh, on the restart, um, Bush got a little bit squirrely and just lost a position there. And Kozlowski got the lead, and and Ambrose was on him pretty much straight away. Then there was a, a massive accident, which uh, between uh, David Reagan and uh, and uh, and Reutemann, um Huge, huge drama there, which also took in Boris Said and Greg Biffle and so on like that, which ended up with a bit of a punch-up late. It was really cool. So, all good. Excellent. Let's see you doing on the Oval, son. Yeah, exactly. That's the thing. I mean, it's like he, he's had basically three consecutive top three finishes at Watkins Glen. Well, that was his 150th race. Years. And um, this year he's got him, but it's a road course. So, you know, which is, I mean, hey, I'm not taking anything away from him. But we've got to see no, him do it on overall. No, 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 of course yeah. not. But he, you know, if that guy couldn't win on on, on that course, and he's won there True. nationwide, he didn't yes. actually run a nationwide car mm. because there was no funding there. He said he went fishing, but he's mm. had a, he's had a, a second, a third, a second there in yep. the Sprint Cup. Um, well, that's just so. Good. I just I just had the premonition. I mean, what do you say? Oh, I'm the soil. It is great. Really is. I see. You thank the uh, Petty family and everything else, which is nice. So, good on you, Marcus. Marcos. Marcos. As opposed to Marcus. 
Well, six, seven. Yeah. No, but we we have a Marcus. Yes, yeah, true. We do have a Marcus and a Marcos. Okay, I'll I'll go with that. It's important. It is. It to is to make important. a distinction. Well, actually, talking about Marcos, Marcus, I see. Um, Fujitsu is actually going to be um, live, live from Ipswich on the weekend. And what? Right, not what, only is what, Ipswich, it's right, sure. um, Fujitsu live, but the um, they're going to run the whole uh, Saturday coverage commercial free. Unless, of course, there's a big prang and um, they need um, some spare time because the safety car's out. They reckon the Seven Network's going to show races 16 and 17 from Queensland Raceway. Each sprint race over 22 laps without interruption. Which is a bit of a first for V8 supercars. So it's interesting that... that uh that uh, they are doing a live coverage and, and giving the Fujitsu guys even billing on the main game um, weekend. Uh, because only yesterday I, I got an email from Vat Supercar TV asking whether Marcus would be available to do some stuff between half past three and five o'clock. And oh, right. there were about six of us that have got up, six drivers that got asked, yep. Paul Morris and. Um, uh, you know, some of the more interesting, Denia and uh, yes. a few more uh, the more animated people that yep. can have a skill at talking to TV, let's say. <laughs> and um, and I was I fired it back pretty much straight away, so we got on the first time slot at three thirty. Oh, terrific! So um, that's good. So, so I'll be um, you know, coaching Marcus. Yep. Um, no doubt to um, you know, for the first time in his life, to actually speak in front of a camera. No, yeah, no. He no, loves that. it. He loves in front the of a Camry. Does. Loves the camera. Does. In the Camry. In the Camry. So there you go. Isn't, so it wasn't apparently this is going to be the first time outside of Bathurst that Fujitsu Series is featured in a uh, V8 race telecast. So uh, there you go. Well, I think it's a very good thing. And as I soon as they ab abolish reverse grid second races, that'll be a, bad, a better thing as well. Because there's no point being on about it before. It's not like I'm... I'm the kind of person who wants to harp on about things. Right. But, um, you know, it's already hard enough to get in there, and why make them tear up all this money by giving a reverse grid race? Because if they don't do it in the main game and it doesn't work, don't do it in the junior category. Yep. Or the development series. Now, talk Why about do you call it the development series? Why do they still call it the development That's series? That's right, because a lot of them aren't really developing at all, are they? And with like talking Paul Morris and non-developing. Usually this witty. Who? You. What do you mean witty? Well, coming up with them a statement like that. Oh segway, I'm segway. <laughs> talking to Paul Morris. The event that we didn't we'll go get to segways with Ken Block. We will. We were the event we didn't go to last weekend that we were originally thinking about maybe going to, which was the fiftieth anniversary of Lakeside. Um, he put his new car through its paces and actually um, got three tenths of a second faster than the V8 supercar lap record, which was held by Glenn Seaton. But people didn't go there to see Paul Morris drive a V8 supercar, True, JD. They, they went right. there to see That's the historical stuff. Yes. And I looked at the Napsoft data and it showed yeah. that there really wasn't very many people there that you would have known. Mm. So had we been up there, which would have been probably very nice, and right. a lovely teppanyaki dinner with... Uh, with Chezza. Yep. Well, it would have been good with Chezza. Yeah, yeah. Now, I need to talk about Chezza in a minute, too. Well, not too much. No, only a little bit. I don't want to give him too much love on the show, because he might think he's getting famous or something. Well, we, we have said that he's, you know, he, yeah. he could be inducted into the, the Hall of Fools. The Hall of Fools? Well, does, that's a, 
Does that mean you're going to put him on page two of the Radio Hotline website? Well, the pictures, where the films yeah. are. Oh, if right. you'd had a look, the idiots. Idiots. The other idiots. You know, if you had a look at the website, which you've I been, been to bitching and moaning for me to Well, it's about time you plug up, David. Yeah. You was right to Hardy and telling me he needs to update the website, will you? Well, oh, yeah, okay. And I'll do it all. Because he's got nothing better to Maybe do. Maybe you could help a little. Yeah, all right. Then. I'll tell you what to do. Yeah, what? Update it. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. Just put that picture there. Will you move that and get it? I get mean, rid of it. FWBM needs to be added, yeah. and 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 so yes. and there's, there's some other people need to be removed. Perhaps. Absolutely. Well, I don't think you can remove them. I think they're no, historical value, but diminished. Yes, diminished. That's it. Good idea. Yeah. Diminish some value and so raise they, others. When you roll the mouse over, should they grey out gently and look like RIP? No, you can't be that dramatic. They just vanish. Well, it could do. Puff of smoke stuff. And, the, and manager's got to be in. Man- manager. I think we've got to get manager in. Yeah, Ooh. yeah manager, exclamation Ooh. mark. Do you think that's the only way you can say it? It is. So we've got a shirt with a manager, exclamation mark. Yeah, we need to get him a shirt. Lowercase manager, exclamation yeah. mark. Capital, capital exclamation mark. It's like manager factorial. Factorial. <laughs> Go by look at yourself. I'm telling you. Oh, dear. Huh. I see Will Davison's getting a new uh, car this weekend, and they've called it Kate. So we've got the Will and Kate show. But, uh, don't you feel it's taking a little bit of a uh, a bit of a Seb story? <laughs> Seb? Oh, that's bad. <laughs> Sob story, Seb story, Will and Kate, no. It's, uh, it's a bit of a uh, royal rogering. No, it's <laughs> yeah, you know, my dirty sister Kate. What's that? Kate's dirty sister? That's, you know, with mm. Seb. Sebster. With <laughs> a nice ass. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, FPR 1010. There you go. The 13th chassis built by FPR. So, called Kate. Fancy calling your car Kate. Do you think there all you know. that, uh, do you think all that um, Pixar stuff might have gone to Frosty's head? But it's not for Frosty, it's for Will. Oh, for Will? Yeah, it's Will's car. Will's car? Yeah. Oh, I think that. <laughs> He's going to drive it till the wheels fall off. <laughs> uh, viewers. <laughs> yeah, all right. I now... <laughs> sorry. <laughs> now I get it. <laughs> oh, it didn't take long. Yeah. <laughs> That's awful, isn't it? It is. That's it's really bad, wasn't so it? So... It was. It's these I, I, bloody four X goals. I'm, no, no, it's not I'm for being, you. I'm being as funny as the commercials. I'm going. That is Joe. That's just mega tossy. It is. But there you go. Cut. <laughs> you know what? If, if, should, if, 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 if it got was together, after, if it got together with that car that what's his name uh, Hasselhoff used to drive, it could be the Kit and Kate show. No, but but hang on a minute. If he called the car Pippa. Yep. That would have worked because then it could have been Kate's dirty sister. <laughs> there you go. Kitten Kate and Pippa. And, oh, FWBM's nodding off. Yeah, With remote the jet lags. The jet lags. I don't he, think you'll be talking about the, wine tonight. He's up there at Emirates front end. Just be zuzzy. Look, I don't know. The excitement of the show viewers. <laughs> if, you, if you look at the sausage and you look at FWBM, yeah. can you tell the difference? No, not really. <laughs> Good answer. <laughs> yes. 
They're both long and drawn out. They are. Like this roast chicken, of which I must congratulate you, JP, because, you know, we we don't often... We sometimes forget about talking about food issues. We do, you're right. Tonight you've worked with me. I did. On this beautiful Barossa chicken, which has been put together. Would you like to extol the virtues of the assembly to the... The, the assemblage of the actual chicken, the way we did it. Well, see, if you if the viewers have watched um, Maggie Beer on that other show on TV, the cooking one, but not the MasterChef one, the other one. Ne, 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 yet. Right. Not. But the only what thing they are going to get to watch the only is thing. a new a um, an H two sixty four video variant of the. Because it's in flash, I've got to convert it. Oh, right. Din Din Pour Le Fogois. The special oh, yes. chicken dinner, which okay. has been. It is. Hundreds, thousands, yeah. t- tens of thousands of Tens of thousands. Of, 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 of listeners, <laughs> potential listeners, have been asking for it. So it's going up. It's going up. And uh, let me tell you, the Fogs hasn't. Anyway. And the Fogs has never cooked it, has he? Has he ever cooked it? So the, what I was referring to the Maggie Beer thing was. The fact that you fold the wings underneath the chicken, which elevates the breast somewhat, and then the wings don't get burnt. So, that was part one, and then part two was Hardy got all the stuff and the mortar and pestle out, and we had to get some string, tie the legs up. <laughs> but we had no string. Ah, no, but then JP came to the rescue there because you had a bit of speck or something that was all strung up. Actually, I did. And it has string on the ceiling. And so I just said, well, why don't we use the string off of that? Because you haven't got any string because you're slack. <laughs> well, I tried to get string. Well, I asked FWBM to bring back special European string, and that's the one thing you <laughs> European do. European string. And he didn't. <laughs> Look at him. He's so strung out. Oh, no. I knew you were going to say that. He's oh, a pseudo-effodrine. I to sort of put I'm money on it. Right How many kilos of pseudo-effodrine did you import? Yeah, all of it. <laughs> all of it! <laughs> all of it! So it's two things of rooting and rooting, sorry, looting and rioting, you know. Looting. <laughs> <laughs> In between looting, rooting, and rioting. <laughs> That's right, yeah, great time, I <laughs> You even had to fly over the rooting, did you? Oh, dear. Oh. I don't know. Uh, on, on, on Eddie Had. So what else is she She flew Eddie Had, didn't she? She flew Emirates. <laughs> How unusual that we yeah. could get that right That's straight right. out of the box. Amazing, isn't it? Hey? Mm. What do you reckon? So what else you got, son? <laughs> we had a sheik's dinner that night. So are you going to tell the viewers what you actually did with the chicken? Well, I've just put some stuff underneath it. Well, what did you? What did you actually? A coriander. I got some. A coriander. Look, it was a Barossa, a Barossa Valley organic chicken, and right. uh, and I. It was frozen. Do you know what? Look, JP. Yeah, but you bought it fresh and frozen. But but see this? That is a lily dale. dale. And that's nothing wrong with that. No, that's organic. Okay. That's good. Well, it's semi range. Free range, yeah, yeah, yeah. Free from growth of hormones. Growth from. Yeah. Yeah. All that stuff. It's not as lovingly um, created as a. A A fresh barossa one? Yes, absolutely. Which you'd frozen, though. I because it was a big one. Because I was going to cook it, and then it went, no, it all failed. People, you know, not too hard basket. While right. uh, while FWB was away. Well, it would have been. And too then much. I thought I got that up this morning. I went, I have to take that out. 
Well, I mean, it was so frozen. I put it on the plate, then I took it across the road to, to Jane and Jen, Russell's yep. um, guardians of the day, and I came back and then fuck me, the same bogey on the bedspread. The thing's still frozen. Well, that's but finally, a little bit of water thawing. Yes. A bit of water torture. Water thawage. Yep. Yep. And um, it was deluxe. Fresh coriander, some uh, Murray River pink sea salt place, and dunk squee. Oh, yeah, that's that out. special birthday. No, no, no. This is the special birthday. He the Pendleton. This, this has come over the other day. This is oh, the, uh, this the 2011 uh, Harvest Extra, Extra virgin. virgin. But it is Pendleton. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Pendleton. Beautiful. But that's not for the public. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> and we've, we've kitchened it all up and, and stuck, stuck it over. Inside, some garlic. Yes. What else is inside? Uh... Coriander roots Ooh. and lime. Lime? Ooh. Okay. I reckon that's good. So that should be good. Damn. We'll give you the full report next week, viewers, or the week after, because you're away next week, aren't you? <laughs> so, what else you got? Wait, sir. Uh, Glad you asked. It's not like you're doing any talking, is it? Well, you do sometimes. Cinemovie. But I'm leaving that to you. The Cinemovie. No, we should both be talking about the Cinemovie. The Cinemovie is fantastic, and I have to say, that probably those of us who are enthusiasts and who lived through that era have probably are probably actually a somewhat of a disadvantage because we already knew the story, we already knew how he got there, what he did to get there, etc., etc. Whereas those younger than us and those general public inverted commas type people uh, who don't know about that. Um, would go along and see a fantastic documentary movie with some brilliant footage. Uh, certainly, the stuff that Bernie Eccleston gave them access to, apparently from his own private vault of Formula One uh, stuff. There was a lot of um, a lot of footage there that we hadn't seen before, that wasn't on the general like BBC or whatever coverage of the time, uh, which I thought was really nice. And then there was a stuff from um, Brazilian TV that obviously we'd never seen out here. Um, so no, I think I think that was great. But the, the thing that really struck it home to me was, I read the local advertiser here on Saturday morning, and I don't know who does the movie reviews, but the guy who does the movie reviews, who's obviously not a motor racing fan, he's just a, a, a critic of some sort, gave it four and a half stars against that new Jane Eyre movie with all the Hollywood names or whatever in that only got four stars, and he basically said that it's the best documentary of the year. Go and see it. So you won't find a harder critic on television about uh, on television these days on mm. a major network, mm. ABC, mm. than David Stratton oh, yeah, and Margaret Pomerantz, yeah. who both gave it four stars. Fantastic. And now I didn't. I turned in to their their show uh, earlier in the week um, a little bit late to to see what they um, yep. had said about it. But you know, they these people never agree. No, they don't. And four stars. And then, in fact, there's a competition going on where you can, the winner will get to do a bit of banter with us and then come out to dinner for an argument, which is <laughs> what argument. they specifically said. So, <laughs> no, that's, well, that's great. I think it's brilliant. So, oh, he's nodding off again. In fact, he's gone, is he? Yeah, he's gone. gone. He, he could be gone. He's gone. FWBM's gone. I don't think we'll be getting him talking about wine tonight. No, he will be up for wines. 
Well, he's always up for wine, but he's not. Oh, yeah, we've got working. the yeah, finger. Yeah, the finger's yeah. working. Yeah, I'm not talking of the finger. Willpower. <laughs> Did you see that? Yeah, but it was justified. Well, yeah, but it's two fingers, though. Did you see that? Oh, right. And, and, and face movements. Yeah, absolutely. Very. Uh, so, yeah, it was probably justified. You're quite correct. But nevertheless. Anyway. But, I, but I, yeah, like the, the Senna movie, it, you know, it, 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 it worked for me. And I think it, I'd go and see it again. With, oh, I'd definitely. I'd like to go and see it. I'll be buying the DVD up. when it comes out. I think, I think not. Why? Because I think that it's a movie that you should go with people that have maybe a tiny little bit of interest. Yeah. Like, like, or those that are a little bit, like you say, know less about it than us, but they're interested. Yeah. Like um, uh, uh, Simon Vaughan. Right, yep. Like um, um, Manager. Yeah, Manager, yeah, yeah. And, and yeah. people like that where, they can, where you can give them a little bit of anecdotal information into it later. And then mm. you, so the second time around, you... You'll, you'll look because at different parts of the screen and I always tend to focus at the centre of the screen and the second time around I go I look at the look at the bigger picture the periphery <laughs> and well, um, the big picture you know what I know what you mean though well it was also being the, the opening night you know for, mm -hmm. for plebs because mm. we don't go you know carpet stuff well like folks did all that tossler stuff well, 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 you've seen it yeah well we'll get the trolled yeah or even pigeonholed and dressed up. Yeah. Oh, don't have to do that. Going up the road after and, and, and so, and I thought it was it was great. And like we missed that opportunity, but because I thought I was quite melancholy ishness yes. afterwards, and I was, but I was hankering to get up to Amalfi for that, mm. that dinner. But I thought next time, because there was only about 12, 14 people there with with it one girl. Being a Thursday night, though, you have to say. But it was the it first. Was, night. It was the first night, but I think still a lot of people would have gone. I'll go and see that on the weekend. So we could have got gone. Everybody got up and had a bit of a clap. Yeah. And 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 we could have all gone to the Exeter and had a drink and, and turned it into a gay night. <laughs> a gay old time, as Andrew would say, if he was back in the UK. He's not going to say a word now. Yeah. <laughs> falling asleep this time. You know, he's not, but he's interesting. Not actually, he's not actually, you say that, and I and I was talking earlier about maybe the people who are a lot younger than us who, you, who never you, lived through this. Do you this think scenario. that what he's trying to say is that everybody no interest in listening to, listening to this stuff? No, I think it's just we'll just blame it on jet lag. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Brock works with it. Brock works with a, a, an Indian chap at his place, at where he works. Oh, this is the brother of um, PLM. Oh, PLM, yeah. Well, he's yeah, not the older brother. PM. Yeah, yeah, PM these days. Yeah. Now that he's, he's not so... Uh, he's not looking yeah. poor no. in the chin. No, he's not. Anyway, this guy that he works with is an Indian guy, and he's apparently a bit of a Formula One nutcase, you know? Only a relatively <laughs> you, young how guy. How do you define that? What, what, what is the well, Formula One Because Brock said that he knows everything about everything, and he quotes all his statistics. Is Bernie a Formula One nutcase? Well, he's been a Formula One nutcase for years. Anyway, but yeah, the money only flows in one direction. Am I going to finish this story, or are you just not keeping the record? Anyway, I, yeah, apparently he went to the uh, cinema at Tea Tree Plaza on Saturday night to watch the cinema movie, and he said it was fantastic because it was full of lots of younger, maybe somewhat boganish fans who all came in with their V8 pit wear on and jackets and everything else and they were all clapping and cheering and all sorts of things and he said he had a great night so there you go just thought I'd throw that in well, that's good. That's it interesting, is isn't it it is it, it and the youngsters you see they've never seen but it isn't before. it funny here in Toffee Norwood 
mm. that they chose to not actually show it at Hoyts at Norwood. Mm. Now, that, 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 that's actually quite uh, an interesting statistic, that they decided to go, no, it's an art house movie, mm. and pushed it down into uh, Run the Street. Yeah. Mm. So, anyway. What do you think? Oh, maybe. Uh, I don't know. I mean, who knows how many movies they've got scheduled in one thing or another, so... But, uh, no, certainly, Centre Movie, fantastic. Go and see it if you haven't already looked, viewers. If you haven't already been there. And so I suppose while we're on Formula One, we should probably talk about Formula One, should we? Well, having a nice holiday. I noticed that, well, they are having a nice holiday, but in the meanwhile, during the off-season, Pirelli have apparently suggested that they use qualifying tyres. Yeah, well, I mean, I think Pirelli's been pushing for the fact, for the the concept of, of doing testing. Because, you know, if you're doing testing, you're getting exposure. True. And you're getting data. So there's nothing wrong with that. But also, conversely, they said, I don't think we're going to run the hard tie for the rest of the year. Well, see, now the other And then Michael Schumacher's gone, oh, I'm back. I'm, I'm here. Yeah, I'm, I'm not going. I'm not going anywhere. I mean, this is a storm in a teacup in its own. Of course mind. it is. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone's just going, oh, he couldn't have a grease stick mm. up his ass. Viewers, when are you going to realise that anyone who's driving at this level of the sport is a very, 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 very good driver. That's right. There? And regardless of the fact that you could be Ferrari lying. were at their peak when he was there, he's still multiple world champion. So you can't knock him for that. But, I'm, but just to quickly get back to the... Look, uh, he's a much better drive. Formula One driver than he was at Superbikes. <laughs> very true. <laughs> we were talking earlier with the Senna movie about the younger viewers who may not have lived through certain eras. The other listeners. Yeah. Now, it may be that some of them have never seen qualifying on qualifying tyres. Oh, talking a, about this Pirelli. That's, um, that's quite tart. I'm, I'm, over, this I'm over the over. Um, okay, well, that's fine. Um, Would you like the to la- la- do you Would know you? the last time that Would qualifying tyres were used? Mind? No, thank you. I'm, I will later, but I'm going to have... I'm going to stick on the forex. Um, do you know the last season... That qualifying tyres were used. It would have been back in the. Uh, I don't know. It, it's definitely ten years ago. Oh, definitely. I'd say it was actually in Turbo era. Nineteen ninety-one. There you go. So how about that? So that was the. That was the use of what you'd class the special third, qualifying the third, the that would third, do yeah. one lap and, and then they were very like weird crazy. pieces of rubber. Yeah. yeah, very. And that's what Pirelli wants to bring back. One flying lap, or maybe you, like you've got a leading lap, warm them up, go for it like stink, then maybe you can rest them and get a second one out of them, but often you couldn't. But, but hang on a minute. And then it's you all know, over. If there were two top... Have there, how many times the last time there were two tyre manufacturers in Formula One, JP? Oh, gee. Because no, think about that, so because that would create the competition. That because was on its own, it's sort of what's the relevance? What, what's the relevance? Well, that was Goodyear on Pirelli, and that was back in the 80s. That and then we, then we went um, Goodyear only, and then there was Bridgestone, and now we're If they talk about doing things for the good of you know mankind and better road cars and mm. all that sort of stuff, and it makes, it makes only sense that we should have... Yeah, more than one tyre manufacturer in there, and then they'd be going, well, my qualifying tyre's better than your qualifying tyre. Mm. Would it not? Would it, it not? would, but so the other thing that'll make it interesting, I reckon, too, is apart from the fact that it'll bring a bit more spectacle back to the sport, which it undoubtedly will, 
if they go back to qualifying tyres, it means an end to the stipulation of the top 10 qualifiers having to start the race on the same set of tyres they use to set their flying lap. So qualifying can just be bang, and out you go, and go to harvest. So uh, all of this, you know, hoo-ha. slowly diminishing, yeah, hoo-ha, and saving your tyres for the race would be out the window, so which could make qualifying more interesting and the race is more interesting. So there you what go. Are you those, right? I reckon they're looking good, those sneaky carrots. Yeah, they don't need to be too overdone. Oh, spuds are going well. It's not, you know, do you think I've done Hasselback to death? Look at those, look at that. Yeah, that's looking I've done Hasselbeck to death a little bit, haven't I? Yeah, well that's why Andrew and I both said, no, don't worry about Hasselbeck, just straight roasts are good. I think it, it's good that Andrew has a sleep because he'll, he'll be ready for his little chat. He will. Towards the end of the show. And he will. Now, do you notice that uh, Renault explained the Highfield fire? I don't know. Well, they have apparently. Do it's quite interesting because uh, they reckon that um, when they uh, were in qualifying, they ran a different engine mapping strategy to what they've been uh, running previously. And um, they reckon that 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 setup um, produced a much hotter than normal exhaust temperature. And the elevated temperature caused a preliminary crack in the exhaust pipe. Then during the laps that he did actually run the race, they reckon the crack got bigger. So then he goes into the pits, and the pit stop took longer than normal. The engine was left at high RPM for six and a half seconds or whatever it was that it was in the pits waiting for the tyre change. And they reckon a lot of excess fuel ends up in the exhausts, and their temperature rises at around 100 degrees a second while they're sitting there in the pits like that. So they reckon that the temperature so rise the, was sorry, enough... The, the, like the F1 drivers just get their foot on the throttle? And, and so I think they kept the engine <laughs> running fairly heavy, or well, they were in this. It's certainly in this in this case. So they reckon that the temperature rise was enough to finish off the partially failed pipe, and then start a moderate fire under the bodywork as he left the pits. And of course, this fire then took over, and then there was a bang, which was actually the air ball, which supplies the air valves in the engine going off. So um, that's there was, why yeah, there, there was, was such a like great a, big a small explosion. Yeah, and, that's and, right, and, and it threw elements, debris and stuff around the place. elements. Uh, so uh, yeah, so the there you go. So it was quite fascinating, I thought. But they reckon that they've got to, um, they're taking steps prior to the next race to reduce the likelihood of a further fire and to ensure that the air bottle cannot overheat. If you memorise this stuff, so there you go. You can never memorise all of that. How can you memorise all of that? I wanted to read that last bit about the air bowl because that was the important bit to get so right. Suck the, the data in, have a think about it. Yeah, but you've got all day to fart around doing that, Johnny. I don't. I'm busy. I've got other things to do. But it's all about time management, JP. Yeah, 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 yeah. I yeah. mean, you well, know, like... it's easy to manage time when you've got lots of it. Well, that goes hand in hand with money. <laughs> okay. So what do you got to tell me? So that uh, I think it's all getting a bit silly, but it's still entertaining. What? Down at DC Shoes. Oh, absolutely. With Ken Block, and now is Jim Carner 4 or 
What are they it calling Hollywood something? The Hollywood mega mercial. Mega mercial. But when you watch it a second time and it's done on the lot at Universal Studios. And if you've been to Universal Studios, as we both have viewers. Independent. Really. Multiple yeah. times. And for work. And for work. See, I never went there for work. But I did with. I took the tidlids when they were littlers. With Village Roadshow. But go. that's another story. It is. For another life. Previously. Yep. Before towards right now, 2000. <laughs> and towards 2000. So anyway. Where I got very wet in the Jurassic Park ride. Ah. The Jurassic Park ride. No, sunglasses on. I went. No smiling. Oh. Tell, not ask. Mm. That's the motto. Mm. How you deal with ballet people. Um, okay. But it, it, was, it, was, it was pretty good. When you look at it a second time round, you suddenly go, the way that all the titles are all screwed, there's a bit of Top Gun and there's Star Wars. Oh, yeah, and there's Back to the Future. Yeah, yeah, exactly, like uh, the focus on the clock. I mean, it's a real piss take. It is, yeah, it is. So, um, it's sort of funny. It's good, it's good. Look, it only is going to appeal to people who... Who like cars? But I've got a question. And the Jaws, like, and the McHale's yeah. Navy bits. Yeah. yeah, that's pretty funny. He lays a rap with the back tyres. Huh? He lays a rap with the back tyres at the beginning of that. He lays when a he rap. takes off. He lays a rap with the back tyres. Yeah, well, it's a 2011 Focus WRC car. Yes. Concept. Yes. With four-wheel drive. Yes. So, but there's got to be a bit of trickery there in terms of well, what gets well, pushed I mean, to the front wheels and the back wheels and all the rest. Why well, wouldn't you? I mean, it's not like a car setup that you're going to do. That. And I mean, it's, it's, and it it's used, but it used to be all Subaru until we got the World Rally Championship drive with. Uh, it's a much cooler car, four. isn't it? I mean, it actually. Oh, you only said that you own one. <laughs> well, I knew where that was going. <laughs> and you fell right in, <laughs> didn't you, viewers? <laughs> do you think I should diesel up? Yeah, I think you should. Got to get the de- oh, I've got the DC shoes on. Yeah, you know what that stands for? Yeah. Dopey. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Dopey C word that you can't say. <laughs> on the show. You've stolen DC shoes. No, I've had them for ages now. You know, they're not they're even dirty. You stole them from Chav Central. No, I didn't get them from Chav Central. I got them from down the parade. Two oh, doors down. Do you know, viewers? Snow and Surf Company. I have to say, honestly... I was just making it up. I didn't actually realise you do act. Yes. <laughs> That's what they are. <laughs> Leather ones, thank you very much. From the Snow and Surf Company, two doors down from Max and Norway. I cannot believe that you, so there you go. are wearing the same. <laughs> that is, yeah, that, is that is bright green things that you wear. Particularly, particularly humorous. It is. As the humorous. dog. As Rusty Sausage, the, the you know, He's the not master of He's ceremonies uh, for this evening has, uh, is settling on, on pillows, uh, B. Uh, whilst I open the extremely cheap bottle of 2005 Ben Riggs Fleurio Peninsula cab stand. You don't know it's extremely cheap. It cost me a lot of money, that did. Oh! FWBM's just suddenly woken up. Bing! Uh, and not, that signifies uh, a time. It's time that he spoke about the he wine. Came up to talk about your international voyage yeah. from and, afar. And how you got the the flight, how the flight went on the way back to the UK. You've got to tell no, the viewers. Don't tell him what to do. 
know, I'm not telling him what to do. I'm just saying that that's what we should relate. Well, where are you off to? Well, then I can go out and play you. Oh, okay. Oh, well. All right. Because I'm drinking that light beer. I'm telling you that. <laughs> well, so, Chief, so uh, FWBM, you've, you've been for you know, four and a half weeks. You know, you've yeah. flown the floozy in. It's all been good. Caught up with the kids. Yeah. Um, it's all the family. Got a Took business stuff. Took part in just to buy, you know. Just to get a good time. Well, see, unlike yourself, Lord Hart, you know, who travels <laughs> first class, business class all around the world, us mere mortals have to go cattle class. And uh, well, You seem to get four, four seats to sleep in everywhere you well, went. No, I've, done a, I've actually done all right this time, you know. I mean, it's a heck of a long flight, a couple of long journeys. What about the jacket? It's, it's right, and that's a tip, readers, listeners, whatever. Um, <laughs> Whoever you might be. Uh, as my mum says, if you're going to go flying, always put on something smart, because you never know what's going to happen. And I'll just tell you why, because I was flying from um, Melbourne to uh, to uh, Heathrow. And I was going with Cathay Pacific due to stop off at Hong Kong on the way. So, you know, long flight, 11 hours one way, and then another 9, 10 hours on. And uh, I got on, I was... Uh, they're waiting for the plane, but the plane was cancelled. There was a technical problem with oil. I, I don't think there was any, and I was well, in a that's bit. That's the problem. Yes, yeah, so I was in a bit of a pickle. I had to take my baggage back off the plane and queue again at Cathay Pacific uh, check-ins to see if I could get another flight sorted. And this queue was not going down. There must have been a couple of hundred of us. I mean, it was a, it was an awful dilemma for you because there you were expe- expecting to be travelling. To the to the arc to the arc to, to, to the northern hemisphere the, and 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 suddenly you were faced with having to stay over a night and have a shag in Melbourne. <laughs> you always have to bring it down to base level, don't you, Hart? Don't you always bring it down to base level? The dilemma was I hadn't been back to the UK in two years. I'd not seen family and friends in two years, and I'd only travelled one hour into my flight from Adelaide into Melbourne, and I was stuck in Melbourne, or I thought I was stuck in Melbourne. But so. Stuck. Was stuck. I'm being stuck in Melbourne. He was going to get stuck in, he did, in, in Melbourne <laughs> if he had to stay overnight. Now, do you tell, listen. Just so you know, as well, viewers, I was not happy with Art and the way this house. When I came back after four weeks, I'll be having words with him later on. You might like to know that. Yes. I've never washed so many dishes. <laughs> yeah, he might have washed dishes. He didn't wash anything else. That's all I can bloody say. Quite true, fucking yeah. confirm. So anyway, anyway don't divert. <laughs> now, uh, me divert? Sorry, you two. You, you can really win gold medals for diverting, you two. Gold medals. So there I am, waiting, queuing at, at the uh, check-in at, uh, the check-in desk for Cathay Pacific to try and get another flight to get back to the UK. All of a sudden, this lady's going up and down the queue, starts shouting a few oh, names, and right you at the could end, call her a lady, but yes. some might not. All right, well she was not a bloke. <laughs> so uh, and all of a sudden, I hears my here's my name calls out, Ridge. And I thought, oh, that's me. I said, yes, yes, over here, miss. And she, uh, she said, uh, oh, you're from the UK. We must have got your name slightly wrong. Yeah, actually, I think I'm from Denmark. And she says, uh, yeah, look, go over there, Emirates. Go with Emirates, check in. We might have got you a flight. So I crashes over with me bags, throws me bags on, didn't even get a ticket, just got a boarding pass. And they said, run like the wind, young man, and try and get the plane. So I ran like the wind, huffing and puffing, and I got there. Literally, as the doors were closing, I got on the plane. And uh, this, this was an Emirates plane, stopping over in Singapore. And then from Singapore, there was going to be one um, over to Heathrow. So, so was there much bowing and scraping going on in the Emirates? Oh no, no. And, and, and like I'd read no, 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 no. That's nothing. what I would perceive. No, no. I'll tell you. You have to say this first. Yeah, no fez. 
You've got to think. The thing is with Emirates is all the lovely hostesses and the ladies there, they're, they're multi, all multinational. And that's the great thing. So, lovely ladies they were. Can I just shoot in? Yeah. Yeah, can I, please? Yeah. All right. So viewers, viewers actually, can we have a vote? We have a vote on that if you want to, uh, you know, click in viewing or whatever you want to do. Should we shoot Hardy? Right. Have you had enough of it? Thank you. Well, yes. Any of them look like this? All viewers. <laughs> that, that, <laughs> and that was just Press the button now. Yeah. Press the button, anyway, please. carry on. Because I'm going to blow him <laughs> just up. Just right, follow. At Radio Hot Lab, use the hashtag. Listen, your, your fainting or skating on thin ice, just remember I've come back from London where I've been writing and rooting and tooting and looting. All right? Right. Okay. So, so where was I? So you were just getting I've on. Just got, on, sorry, just got on the plane, so... Yeah, there we go. All right. So it's a three, three. Sorry, there's a flight to Singapore from Singapore to Dubai, Dubai into Heathrow. So that's how it's going to be. So the flight into Singapore, nice and easy. Bit of a, you know, had a seat to myself, all very relaxed. And after all the dramas, I, I thought, oh, of Australia, of Australia, of Adelaide, of Adelaide, and of you, yeah, uh, <laughs> and of you, heart. So the trouble, that, the registration. That, that flight was okay, and then a couple of hours in Singapore, Singapore through Dubai. That was that was chocker. There was not a seat, spare seat, and I was just thinking, oh god, this is never going to happen. This one, I'm never going to get to the UK. Getting to Dubai now. For anybody who has not been to Dubai, readers, listeners, viewers. <laughs> readers it, we got new audience fantastic new airport absolutely amazing airport state of the art oh god knows how much it must have cost but just just a fantastic airport you can wander around for hours in there fantastic when I was yeah, there in 1977 yeah well that was ages ago there was armed guards okay. everywhere yeah no, well, things, I'm trying to nick my pen knife out my bloody camera bag too yeah well, one of, yeah. well things have changed Mr Hart uh, Mr JP sorry that's all well, I was interesting though, as a result of that that you would happen to bring back Victor Novorsky, the terminal movie yeah. for us to watch. I didn't bring it back. It was well, it's been delivered in your luggage. No, no. So you're thinking, perhaps, I could spend a lot of... Can you interrupt oh, him a bit more all so I we'll never do, get this finished? All I want to do is tell my story. I can go to bed, and I'm sure the listeners don't want to be the listening to this. chicken thing. sandwich. You look a bit Tom Hanks-ish. Yeah. All right. He is dead. So finally, you've so, on the plane. Yeah, I got on the final plane to Dubai, and there I am. I'm sat in the. It's the Airbus. The Airbus 380. Huge. This is Dubai to the UK. Dubai, Dubai through right. to Heathrow to the UK. Huge plane. You know, quite so. But I yeah. travelled to the US on it and licking the arse of it. Yeah. Oh wait. Yeah. See, that's the yeah. ten pen thing. Yeah. And I reckon they can take about 800 people, this Airbus 380. I'm very impressed. But obviously, being in cattle class, I'm with the rest of the riffraff down there. And I'm, I'm sat in the middle, middle four again. And to the left of me is this bloke in thongs, shorts, and uh, singlet. So I'm thinking... Must be an Aussie. Must be an Aussie. <laughs> and to the left of him... <laughs> oh, I can see phones going totally like that, dressing like that. And to the, to, the left of, to the left of him, two young ladies just chatting away. Oh, finally. Sounds got like Jerry Raffin's funeral. Crowns to the left of him, focus to the right. Got rid of him. So we're there, and the engines are revving, and we're, I'm thinking, they're just about to go, and they've given us the hot towels which are always welcome you know when you you know when you go on these you planes really and them. you always need them at the start of a flight always right, need them that's right i'm looking for and i was i was looking, i was looking forward to my spring rolls and dumplings thinking yeah you know so <laughs> by the time they turn up i need another fucking towel <laughs> anyway we're there, and there's this what's well, only the stewardess comes up to our row and speaks and to speaks to 
the two Not young that. ladies and the uh, the I perceive to be a lady next to me. And so I said, yeah, we've, we've got a bit of a dilemma. We've, we've got a family that um, want to sit together, but they're sort of spread all out. Is it okay if, if we move you guys around and you can, we can sit them there? And the, the others said, yeah, not a problem at all, no worries. And at the same time, one of the other steward, and the head stewardess, I might add, <laughs> came up to me and pulls me to one side, and I'm thinking, hey, oh. And she sort of says, Do you, can I just have a, a word with you? And I said, yes, of course. And she takes me to one side and says, actually, it's a family of four that we need to find seats for, but there's no more seating in cattle class how, how do you feel about how do you feel about going up to business class <laughs> but before you and went, how did you it was feel amazing that you found out that it, well, they were a motor racing family and they were going over to see the uh, one of the historic races oh yes of course you see viewers that's why he can't run with it i said anyway it was a good try so they said, "Do I want to go into business class?" So you said, and oh, I thought I thought about it for half a second and said, "Yes, of course." So there, I up the stairs, the whole up new the up the stairs. Oh, the, sick well, I waved wave goodbye to the minions, the rest of the minions. <laughs> wave goodbye. I said, "Adieu." So the royal way to cattle class. As I walked up the stairs and suddenly into another world, where seven hundred and eighty-six people were going, where? Where, what's he done? Never see what's him he, again. Yeah, and they exactly. did never see me again. And suddenly, Nirvana was there in front of me, ladies and gentlemen, viewers, listeners, readers, listeners. There I was, into my seat. And of course, it's you know one of those sort of bucket seats. Yeah, lounge Oh, and I'm just thinking, oh, this is wonderful. And, and and this lovely stewardess brings me yes, and she says caviar, sir. Yeah. And I said, well, would you like to see the menu? Would you like to see the the wine list? And I said. Uh, if you insist, and she brings me the wine and and there, and what was what was the pouring champagne viewers? Verve Clico Vintage Two Thousand and Two. Oh, I just looked. And for an FWBM, I mean that's heaven, isn't it? I was in heaven. <laughs> yeah, I'm in heaven. Smoked salmon, caviar, and I just I just thought this could not get any better, and I thought, but actually it did because. After a couple of a glass of champagne and a bit of smoked salmon, I just decided to. She took all her clothes off and jumped on top of you. No? That's the one that got the sack. <laughs> you have to bring it down to a base level, JP, don't you? Now, I just went to the bar and then I was stood at the bar. Stood at, at the bar, bar yes. on an international flight. On an international flight, on an Airbus In creative. business. In business, I talking am to rather the jealous. Not, not just rather jealous. Not happened. I'm super jealous. So not happened yet for so moi. Just, just. I am. I'm. I'm over Qantas. Mm. You can. Sorry. So I was just going to say because I mean I'm sure you've had enough listening reviewers. If you do ever go flying, even if it's just a quick flight or a long flight, always put on clean underwear, and it's always worth dressing up because you never know what might happen. The guy next to me, thongs, shorts, t-shirt. I was wearing clean underwear, and I had on. Smart trousers and a jacket. And do you know that you is a, that I, I am absolutely one hundred percent seriously taking that on board. And in fact, I've taken out a nice jacket for uh, the, the flight tomorrow. And um, Andrew, Dump the singlet. Claire, Miss Bruce Vegas has always been. Is that a bit of dope? If you take yeah. out of your pocket. Oh yeah, I think I've got Nick and riots. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Plastic explosive. Um, it's 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 very important to. Um... Yeah, well, come on, we're listening. Oh, yeah, these these I words. Are what I was going to say. <laughs> 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 Hello, 
another it's glass of wine. It's very important to remember your words, listeners. That's what he was going to say. Another glass of wine, Johnny. No, no, no. It was no, really wine. Oh. Well, yes. Oh, you, yes, the AC. Ah. Oh, oh, WVM. Well, well, we only heard about it, you know, loudmouth people from South Australia. South Australia, Bogans. Yeah. Now there's been a bit of a twinge of government here <laughs> while you've been away. I know. So what do you make of that? Some of stocking it. We are we are stocking it. Mm. And, and, uh, so it's my, all war, isn't it? Yeah. My first day back at work today, and I walked into one of the dens, and what do I see in front of me? But Akadaka wines. Such is the uh, such is the. Uh, uh, Power of marketing. The uh, no, the um, uh, such is the uh, <laughs> um, the focus of FWBM. The, the dedication that he would come immediately yes. off the flight and go to, work. to be picked up by executive chauffeur Avec Dogwa and Dogheads. To be brought home and then d- off car. The Delivered, mind you, with a full tank of fuel. Right. That's very no, unusual. It was right on empty, as always. <laughs> as always. I've, Start as you mean to carry I've, on. I've topped it up. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, something's <laughs> Straight to the office of operation to be going, yeah, I've never been anywhere. Maybe I just put it It's a sneaky so trip. In and and saw the Akadako. So big, big features. So there's guitars all over the place. There's devil horns. Somebody's got a big cutout of Angus Young in all his pomp and glory. Yeah. And I looked at the wines and I saw said, yeah, there's a Shiraz. There's a Cabernet Cap South. There's a Sauvignon Blanc and there's a Moscato. And I'm thinking that's so rock and roll, isn't it, guys? Moscato. I mean, I can't see... But is it any good? Uh, this is the question. I had a taste of it today because I was just fascinated by it and... Uh, all I can say is, viewers, is pop in and try it for yourself and make up your own mind. <laughs> so, well, I sent the link out of the, uh, off the web yesterday to my brother-in-law, who's a mad Akadaka fan, uh, yeah. and he instantly came back with, should be bourbon. Yeah, and, and that's very true, because, as I said, red wine, bourbon, you know, something like that, but Moscato. I mean, you know, come on, that is not rock and roll, guys. That is pretty, that's more your um, Katy Perry. Sort of thing, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Okay, so, very yeah, oh, and that's, that's not, not Akadaka. Right. I'm, uh, I'm going to just... Oh, that looks good. Look at that. I'm thinking that that little, little mm. sneaky shot can probably come out. And have what do you think? Yeah, no, I reckon rest. you might just want to put him back in for about another 10 turned around. Okay, JP. You're but no more than that. We chef. Shall I give it a little bit of a, a, a bast, eh? A basting? Yeah, you could give him a base because they're going to go nice and crunchy. Yes, mm. yeah. Okay. Well, here you go. Well, here, you go. just quickly. Bring your hand over here and give it. A... Yeah, I'll just plunge my hand what? into the oh, boiling oil. Sorry, whilst they're plunging. Well, no, 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 don't go away. Uh, well, how am I going to do it? No, I just, I just want to do a quick plug for for, yeah. for um, the the new fine wine buyers guide that's come out. Issue number nine starts tomorrow. So please pop in, pick up a copy of the new fine wine buyers guide. Always a good read. And is this from Dan's? This is from Dan's, indeed it is. Sir. Now before you go, yeah, give the other leg. Uh, tell us about what the most interesting food you had to eat in the Northern Hemisphere and the Uck. In the Uck? Come on, come on. What? You must have had something really deluxe. Well, yeah, I mean, I had uh, looting pie. <laughs> looting pie. And pie and writing chips. No, but... Um, 
listen, it was just good to get back because of science. I haven't seen the family and some good old home cooking. Rhubarb, yeah. rhubarb pie. Oh, rhubarb. Rhubarb pie. Oh, listen, yeah, yeah. I know you're going to probably turn your nose up. Yeah, you know, my mother gave me rhubarb as a child. Yeah. I love rhubarb. Yeah. It's actually very sweet. I like rhubarb. I'm thinking savoury. I'm happy to savoury. Toad in the old, guys. Toad in the old. Pork sausages? Uh, yeah. Walls? No, it wasn't walls, because what right. it was, I was, um, you, you might remember, um, oh, what's his name? What's his Jeremy Oliver. Jamie Oliver. Jamie Oliver. Jamie Oliver. When he first started up about the same time, one of his mates, a guy called Jimmy, started up a program called Jimmy's Farm. And it was about a guy who set up a pig farm down in, in, uh, in Suffolk near Ipswich. Oh, yeah. And, uh, you know, and all the trials and tribulations that went with it. And several times it looked like he was going to go under, but he, he managed to make a go of it. So uh, I went, went and uh, took my little girl there on oh, a, a week ago or so to Jimmy's Farm just down the road. And really nice place. He's done it well, you know, got all the animals, but they do the sausages. That's what it went for. So I got the pork. Apple and cider sausages. Pork, apple and cider. Scrummy they were. And then, did my toad in the old with them. Now, go. do you know toad in the old? I do, of course, Captain Mannering told me how to do it. Well, of course, that's, right. that's all Dad's right. army. Yorkshire pudding mixed with Yorkshire snacks. Pudding. Pudding. That's right. And, and a bit of onions and yep. gravies and, and mash. And, oh, yeah, so, and that was actually my final meal before I uh, I, I came back out. Did so, you have mushy peas? Oh, yeah, mushy peas. And oh, yeah. Half. Yeah, just but you are here for a luxury meal. Luxury, and a luxury arrival and, meal. Do you know, just to let you know as well that whilst I was back in the UK, I didn't eat any later than half past seven. Didn't you know? Now I've been back here less than a day. Was, and what time were we on? Ten to nine. It was still light when you went to bed, wasn't yes, it? You know? it was, yeah, but you're all fucked up today anyway. Yeah, my body clock's all over the place, guys. So, <laughs> yeah. That's, actually, if it carries on like this, I might clean the house, you know, at three o'clock in the morning. Doesn't bother me. Well, I'll be alright. <laughs> he won't wake up. Oh no! But I might wake him up. I might make some bloody noise. Anyway, yeah, oh yeah. And I was totally devastated when you told me today that you were leaving me. Sorry, you were going away for a few days. But, anyway. But mm. did you bring me? What did you bring me back? I brought myself back. What more do you want? Well, but is there a present? <laughs> yeah, like the present he brought me back from the US. Which was that one? Which was nothing oh, so right. far. Uh, right. I uh, bought actually, you a cat. No, no, no. I don't no, know no. where it is. It's no, still no, in the bag. It, no, it, because it hasn't, it hasn't arrived. Because oh. the whole box of stuff is saying what's going on. And stuff for the Tilda. Well, eh. Well, all, all I can say is... So there is stuff going all on. All I can say is... But I can't get in touch with the people in ink. Oh. But, but I did get something. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Later. Can I go now, please? Yeah, you can. Absolutely. You look thank like you need a Bex on the way down. No, I mean, yes. Thank you very much. It's mm. No, thank you, Andrew. Pleasure as always, yeah. gents. Chents. Chenson. 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 Right then. So. That means. It's got to be that time, doesn't it? Damn it. I can't. I think I'm. What about that? It's, you know, it's, it's tech time. It is tech time. Yeah. And wow, not only has Apple delivered 10.72 to the developers yeah. for them to be able to validate the ability for the new iCloud service to work very, very well with the uh, iOS 5 um, base products. Yep. They've actually gone and given 10.71 to the customers. Mm. So today, a mere 
Amir, and this should shut that annoying person up. Yes. Who's not allowed on the show anymore. Right. Draper. Dr. Aper. Dr. Aper, yep. Did you like that, how I, I got did. him with that yep. over-the-air update, which was minuscule compared? 10.71, 14.7 megabit. Which yeah. is actually very small. Very small. One was wondering what's going on there. Well, it was. So, a little, bit of, a little bit of a tickle up. Yep, already. But it required a 0.1 update, perhaps because people needed, they needed to be, if they did a... 10.7.01 people go oh right okay look, okay what it's given it's us not a kiss. major enough you're giving us a kiss yeah, yeah. a point yeah. update like that yeah. sounds like but anyway anyway um improves the uh, apparently video performance within safari audio out wi-fi functionality and guess what else what more we get the more stuff again apple's telling us and more and more well and more but not but wait there's more that's right, but you know what the more means mm. is the Apple Campus is approved. The new mm. Apple Campus in Cupertino. Is that right? And you the should fly a saucer campus. Cupertino.org and all the documentation is there floor plans, layouts, renderings, and you can uh, subscribe and. Uh, can you buy a brick? Don't know about that. But there's lots of flowers. There's lots of flowers, and there's those renderings of young babes walking through the woods. Is that right? Cupertino, C U P E R T I N O dot org. Look for the apple mm. uh, piece of text, not a logo, and uh, subscribe. There you go. Well, <laughs> Google has made an offer to buy Motorola. Yeah. Mobility. Motorola only mobility. 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 Yeah, Truth, which is the, You've which got is to the... get your facts right, JP. Oh, look, you can't be erroneous. He's such a picky bastard, viewers. Oh, it's just slightly... So slightly important. And what does that give them? That gives them, basically, the ability, um, hopefully, they have to overcome a few patent issues and a stable platform for the Android operating system. That like Yes, absolutely that they can um, come up with a lot more apps in a probably somewhat more stable manner. Um, the problem they risk, though, I think, is that they, is they could alienate the other phone manufacturers who Good use word. Android. Because, you know, it's, it's all very well now. Let's just say it all goes through and you buy your, your Motorola um, Android phone and everything works like a charm and your apps work. Um, if you buy another brand, a Samsung, for argument's sake, and your apps don't work, whose fault's it going to be? So there's a bit of a risk involved. JP, in this goes back to the problem of fragmentation with the Android operating system. That mm. they have multiple handset makers with multiple right. screens and, 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 and hardware implementations running some of the 11819. Uh, uh, versions or you know two one two two later than that um, and then even some into the three the tablet the honeycomb uh, specification so and and the same thing's going on there with Microsoft we've we've talked about this yeah before. true how, how they're Microsoft using multiple so. hardware manufacturers they really are up against um, they're up against them. and even Andrew in his tired state would agree. <laughs> in his tides, mate. True. Uh, now, apparently, um, 
they've, they've basically said that if it all falls through, what? They're still going to fork out two and a half mil as a, like a um, some sort of recompense for the whole thing. So, which is interesting. Recompense for what? I'm not sure. I've just well, got a glimpse of stuff. Another, another bit of erroneous information. From oh, me. don't you erroneous information me. Do you know anything about what's going on? Look, I had it down, but I left it at work. <coughs> I left it at work, as I do. Right, okay. anyway. So, so let's move on from there. Yeah. Um, Galaxy Tab uh, 10.1, which yes. uh, was uh, had a, a big injunction here in Australia. couldn't be released to the and public. And also in Europe. And also in Europe has now been overturned in Europe because it's been found out that their aspect ratio of that um, of that device is not the same as the iPad. It may be right. a 9.7 inch screen, but the physical size of it and the aspect ratio thereof of the uh, display is completely different, been right. overturned in Europe, not in the Netherlands, more more to be told on, on that subject well, I'm there. I'm sure there's more coming I mean, subject. Apple is, um, Apple is uh, getting itself in a bit of a corner in that whilst it's been, been very innovative, it's also it's also becoming you know so painful in that everybody yeah. goes, look, I can't sit here, I'm going to tread on your toes. Another 22. <laughs> Another 22 fake stores well, found, yes. found in, uh, in, in, China? In, in China in a province yeah. where ironically there is only half the number of legitimate Microsoft stores. Anyway, that's not really relevant other than that people believe. Yes. Like, well, even the people working in the stores, I thought they were well, working for Apple. Right, because where are they yeah. getting their information yeah, from? Exactly. In China, where information is so mm -hmm. constrained, that's a, 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 that's a real problem. Other interesting things in the last week. Yes. You know, and perhaps there's, there's, there's a lot of... Um, oh, there's heaps of iPhone What would you say is bourgeois? A bourgeois approach to... Being now the the largest, most valuable the company, most valuable in, the company world, in the world, uh, yeah. with uh, at, at three hundred and thirty-seven point one seven billion dollars, yeah. um, seven billion dollars uh, ahead of Exxon, Exxon Mobil, Valdez. Oh, Exxon Mobil, yeah. But I always think of Exxon and Valdez <coughs> because of that disaster. Well, Exxon right, Mobil, yeah. But it's Exxon Mobil, yeah. You know, Joseph Hazelwood was the captain. Is that right? But you know who the first mate was? Jack Daniels. Oh no, <laughs> that's terrible. And that's what happened in <laughs> Prince William Sound. A huge disaster. Well, Prince William wasn't very sound after all that. Now I, I don't want another cake joke. iPhone, because we're we're, we're way over time. We are over. We're time. We're, we're in the just a very quick iPad three. Okay, there's been a lot of rumours that iPad three was going to launch at the same time as iPhone 5, which is supposedly September or October. And then suddenly today... You got a phone call from Steve. No, I didn't get a phone call from Steve. But Text I'm just telling you, the rumour mill has suddenly gone, ah, oh, no, we might not get iPhone, uh, iPad 3 now until after Christmas. Recently, iPad 2 is Retina selling really well, but Retina Displays is the problem. The yield, no now, good. Apart from the yield, no good, you have to wonder... With the Samsung issues and yeah. who's dis who's providing the displays, whether or not there may be a few other little tricky goings on. So anyway, that, that's it from me. And that's it from me. And uh, is there anything else from you, FWBM? Uh, no, that's it from me. That's, that's it from me. I think that's something we've you know done a pretty long. Done it to death. Yeah, we have actually. Gee, we have. 
Well, good night. Quarter. Well, good night. Well, good night. Good night, viewers. And thank you, Lakeside. In Jupiter, Blue. I'm off the boat. Thank you.